Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy. It's a time where we just take a few minutes and share a cup of tea together, and I can hopefully give some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Jammin' Lemon Ginger Herbal Tea. This calming and uplifting blend combines ginger, a potent botanical treasured for its spicy flavor and reputation as a digestive aid, with a bright lemon aroma and taste from lemongrass, lemon verbena, and natural lemon flavor. Sit back with your cup of tea and relax for these few minutes as we listen to where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning. A warm teacup welcome to all those who are joining in with us today. I hope that you've been able to carve out some time this week get you a nice cup of warm tea as we wrap up our look at Psalm 46. Uh, the last couple of weeks we have read down through verse 7. Today I'm going to finish reading the psalm. I'll read 8, 9, 10, and 11, and then we'll recap quickly uh, what we've talked about and then look at the, the final uh, step, if you will, uh, pointed out here in this psalm into handling our troubles. So again, in Psalm 46, I'll begin reading in verse 8. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. As you remember from last week, you know that verse 11 is a repeat of verse 7, focusing on the Lord of hosts being with us. And the God of Jacob, we talked a little bit about that. When you're in trouble, uh, the invitation is given, come behold the works of the Lord. Verse 8 just, just jumps right into it. Uh, what desolations he has made in the earth. <clears throat> now, to see the bigger picture of desolation, uh, go and have a look at the empty tomb. He made the tomb desolate. He shattered it. Come and see what the Lord has done. And you're in, pardon me, if you're in trouble, you see your trouble in the light of what he has done and rejoice in those promises. <clears throat> if you look at verse 10, one of those famous psalms that's quoted. The first part, be still and know that I am God. But it's after that where we read, I, being God, will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Can I just tell you, that's going to help you in your time of troubles. We've asked the question, what do I do when trouble comes? And as we looked at verses 1, 2, and 3, we talked about, first and foremost, to recognize, to remember, to realize that God is our refuge. <clears throat> and then last week, as we read 4, 5, 6, and 7, we talked about how the comfort, the peace, the assurance of knowing that God himself resides in us through the Holy Spirit as we are children of God, and that that, that river that he pours into us that river of life where we, we don't have to thirst 
uh, and, and that all the power uh, is given in through the Holy Spirit within us. <clears throat> and then today, you're going to love it. Uh, again, looking at verse 10, be still and know that I am God. The, the third step that Psalm 46 teaches us into how we handle trouble when it comes, relax. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hearing me say that, you're thinking, oh my goodness, Brother Tommy hasn't had much trouble in his life. Uh, well, that is certainly not the case. There have been plenty of problems, plenty of struggles, but the principle of knowing that God is our refuge and that God himself through the Holy Spirit resides in us, uh, we, can, uh, we can know that he is God. We can be still and know that everything is in his hands. Uh, there's a quote that says, I never measure the validity of Scripture by my experience. I always measure my experience by the validity of Scripture. So as we look at this Scripture and we look at the remarkable quote in Psalm 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. In its very context, it's in the context of trouble. The words be still literally mean, though, to relax. Some people would say that, <clears throat> that we can just put all responsibility when trouble comes to, to heave it all onto Him, which, which, which that's not exactly what it means. We, we've, we've seen the responsibility. We, we've seen the responsibility that we, as His children, must go to Him as the refuge and to have that continued communion with the Holy Spirit within us, we've got to be in His Word. We've got to uh, become greater disciples of Him. And if we take the responsibility in the flesh of ourselves of responding and turning to our refuge, of continuing to dig deep into His Word, of reflecting, rejoicing, and celebrating and serving in the midst of what the Spirit is calling us to do, then we're trusting in the Lord to do what He intends to do. So there's the balance in it. There, there's the response. Uh, we can relax. We can be still and we can watch what God is going to do. And we can be a part of that uh, exaltation among the nations and, and the exaltation of the earth. But in order for us to relax in the Lord, we have got to resist those natural fleshly impulses. I mean, the words be still. Well, that's difficult for us in this spinning world that we're in today. Uh, I talk often, our, our time serving in Mississippi, it, it seems like a slower pace of life. And, and I kid about that, but, but it really seemed that way. And here in the city, things are constantly happening. We were talking about the the constant barrage of traffic this afternoon just because of all the things that are going on. And so the last thing anybody even wants to do, much less has time to do, is to be still. <laughs> when you find yourself with time off, usually we're not able to even enjoy it because we're pacing around or we're trying to figure out what it is we need to get accomplished. But, but the Scripture is not talking about that physical stillness. It's talking about a stillness in our heart. It's talking about being relaxed in the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Now, that means that there has to be that resisting of, of the natural impulse for us to sin. We battle with our flesh constantly every day. But if we, again, continue to diligently search and study Scripture, we're going to continue to be empowered by His Spirit in us. To restore that spiritual relationship, uh, which comes through knowing who God really is, we, we ask ourselves, what do we do when trouble comes? Well, we realize that we can relax again in that relationship with Him and discover the God of the Old Testament and the Christ of the New Testament and the Holy Spirit of God that is offered to us through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We're going to discover victory in trouble. And it is provided only through our commitment, our surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ. All of the above that we've talked about, everything that we've discussed over these, these uh, <clears throat> three weeks together is totally irrelevant to a person who wants a quick answer to trouble. It's totally irrelevant to someone who doesn't want God to be God in their lives. And as you and I both know, there are many people like that in the world today. I'm sure that you've heard the story of that certain someone who's just got so much trouble going on in their life, and and they want uh, they they want to know if you can help them. And you say, "Well, we would love to," and then the next words are, "Well, we're not going to be doing any converting. We don't want to hear about uh, God's love for everyone." Well, you know what do you say to that person? Because they they want all the benefits of the glory of God in their lives, but they want it without any of the responsibilities of His Lordship. There's no way we can help them. The only way that we can truly be encouraged, the only way that we can truly stand in the midst of the troubles that come is for our spirit to be surrendered to the Lordship of God Almighty Jesus Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, who has been sent to us. If we're not committed to that, then uh, again, these three weeks, uh, if you're listening, uh, my prayer for you is that you would surrender your heart and life to Jesus Christ. He paid your sin debt on the cross at Calvary, but you have to admit that sin, believe on Him, and confess it and understand His Lordship. And if we do that, if we're committed to that, if we desire to grow in Him, and I truly believe because of that welling up spring of life that He gives to us, uh, we're going to desire, uh, as we talked about a few weeks ago, our soul is going to long uh, to grow in Christ. Be committed to those principles. We'll know that God is our refuge. And we'll be reminded every day, even in the good times, but certainly in the bad times, that God dwells within us and that we can relax, or I like the word, rest in Him. Psalm 46 begins with God as our refuge and our strength. We're reminded that His very Spirit lives within us. And because of that, you and I can rest in Him. 
Thank you again so much for joining us on this week's podcast. As we wrapped up our look at Psalm 46, we spent three weeks looking at the three steps in these three particular sections of Psalm 46 and how we can handle trouble. God is our refuge. God is with us. And in Him, we can rest. I look so forward to hosting you again next week. I want to make a shout out to a dear friend and that phrase that he likes to share, miss you already. I look forward to next week's Tea Time with Tommy, but until then, may your cup overflow with his blessing.